If somebody gave you a, a million dollars to not vote for Donald Trump, would you take it? No. A million? No. I'll go hatsies with you. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I need my country back. <laughs> if someone came up to you and said, I'm going to give you a million dollars for you not to vote for Trump or not to caucus for Trump here in Iowa, but Biden becomes president, would you take the million? Absolutely not. Can't buy that. Nope. If you were offered two million dollars not to vote for Donald Trump, would you take it? Well, it's secret balloting, right? I can say what I did and they'll have to believe me. <laughs> That's true. Good point. <laughs> what if you were offered $3 million not to support Donald Trump? Would you take it? No. No. Would you go halfsies with me? Or could I make a sweet deal, a sweeter deal? No. I could use a million five. No. I, no. No. The country means more to me than money. If you were offered $3 million to not vote for Donald Trump, would you take it? $3 million. No. No. No, our, our country deserves better. So the, the country really does deserve better. Would you want them to take the three mil? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Somebody came up with a check and said, I'll give you $3 million not to vote for Trump. Nope. I'll stay broke. They can take the, the money and shove it. Boy, there you go. I love it. Who loves Patriots? Oh, I just stay broke. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Hey there, Patriots. I'm Melissa, Red Pill the World. Happy New Year. I'm, I'm dressed up because we're celebrating this wonderful new year. The 2024 is the last battle. <laughs> and I'm ready. I'm ready for this to be when to go ahead and win. If you're new here, we look at all these current events in the light of God's Word because what we're experiencing is literally biblical. It's biblical. I've been teaching God's Word for a long, long, long time, and the Lord helped me to, to decode what's going on, and we're literally, this is the Great Awakening, and we're fighting the Battle of Armageddon, and we're going to win, and and uh, the money is not an object. We're going to, whatever it takes, we've got to win. We've got to win. We've got to get our country back, like they said. All right, so today we're going to talk about um, some, of the, um, some of the great things that, of course, about President Trump, this craziness that they're doing about the election, uh, trying to remove him from the ballots. Uh, in various states, and um, we're going to talk about what's going on all over the world because this is uh, this is biblical, really it is. And so I'm going to I'm going to take you in on a little ride in Zechariah, and I think you're going to love it. Plus, I'm going to show you the the Christmas movie that we watched. You're going to love that too. Sit back, enjoy, and, and let's uh, let's see what we can do to be part of what the Lord is doing in this day. I will tell you, I have the tendency to talk fast. The uh, uh, Rumble Channel has created a uh, a little gear that you can actually reduce the speed, and they made that just for me. Somebody said, <laughs> that is true. That's probably true because uh, sometimes I get to talking too fast. But anyway, if you go here, you can see all of our social media right here. Go to social media and join with us. We are under attack. We are sharing some of this truth, and we've been, you know, uh, people are being removed right and left. So make sure you go and join. We cannot lose each other ever again. What happened when, when I was removed off of uh YouTube years ago. And so make sure that you know in your heart, you go to freedomforce.live, L-I-V-E, and you can join with us on all these locations as well as the video channel. So let's get it. All right. So our wonderful president won Patriot of the Year. I He gets my, vo my vote. <laughs> how about you? Patriot of the Year, and so many of you have been uh, told me how much you enjoy having your Christmas ornament with his face on it. If you go, if you want one, go to uh, freedomforce.live. But having that beautiful face, our Patriot of the Year face, and also I've got one where he's doing a thumbs up for you and blowing you a kiss and whatever. But our wonderful president has taken it on the chin, hasn't he? And he just keeps going. He does not give up ever and neither will we. Patriot of the year. Happy New Year to our wonderful president. And here he gave a salutation to us. I want to make sure that you hear what he has to say. As the new year fast approaches, I would like to wish an early New Year's salutation to crooked Joe Biden and his group of radical left misfits and thugs on their never-ending attempt to destroy our nation through lawfare, invasion, and rigging elections. That's quite a, quite a New Year's salutation, right? They are now scrambling to sign up as many of those millions of people they are illegally al allowing into our sour, in to sour our country, into, into sour our country. Um, it's interesting. He's saying into whatever, in order that they will be ready to vote in the presidential election of 2024. 
that's what the border is about. It's about the election. It's about getting people in here to, um, to more people to vote. Yep. That's what it's about. They need more people because they need to be able to cheat more. <laughs> they couldn't cheat enough under Hillary. They, they cheated astronomically in 2020. And of course, that's what, um, our wonderful patriot Mike Lindell has, has revealed how much they cheated. And so they've just, they can, uh, many times they found that like 150% or whatever had voted. Well, you, you can't have 300% vote, right? So they've got, this is a big, this is what they are trying to do. And this is what president Trump just said that they are trying to, to do. And, uh, this is, this is, uh, what the ballot deal is about. They're trying every which way. These are the states that are trying to remove President Trump from the ballots. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? This is, I mean, if, if someone doesn't understand this is election interference and election rigging and, and corruption, then they need to wake up. <laughs> they need to, uh, just something needs to happen. They need to go get some mental help. So, okay, so the, the, the states here, you've got Colorado, uh, the great news is they have backpedaled and they decided, oh, well, if this, we're going to go ahead and put him back on the ballot and wait for whatever the Supreme Court says in their ruling. So they already realized that they are, they really messed up. And so number two, um, Michigan, the latest on that, it's right here, Michigan Supreme Court bucks Colorado's lead and rejects the bid to oust Trump from the ballot. Good job, Michigan. Great, great job. And then this woman, I don't think I have a picture of her right now, but the, 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 the woman who's, a, who's like buddies, buddy with, with, with Biden uh, in Maine, and she's not even an elected official, and she says she decided, she declared that he had... Uh, was guilty of an insurrection when he's never even been charged with such a crime. Okay. So with that chick right there, we're just going to on, on a wait and see, but I think she was already backpedaling a little bit the other day. So we'll, we'll watch and see. Um, California already decided, okay, no, that someone threw that out there and they, they already pushed back on that and said, no, that we're not going to try that way. So we'll see what other tricks they pull, what other, you know, what other states jump into the fray and which, uh, what other uh, tricks they pull. But President Trump said, and has said many times in, uh, at the rallies, we won't allow them to rig it again. I don't know how we're going to prevent it because these people are sitting in so many positions of, of authority on the elections. We know that. And that's why I definitely, I'll, I'll talk, well, I'll go ahead and do it. Let's talk, let's make sure to support Mike Lindell. He, the LindellOffenseFund.org, whatever you can do to support it and also to share this information on his channel. I, I share his information all the time. And so you can definitely check out, um, here's where you can, uh, can donate. You can also just be a part of, you know, getting uh, products from them and that helps to support their company. They've been terribly, uh, 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 attacked since this. He said it's been the toughest four months of their entire existence of my pillow because they have brought the cabal has brought everything to bear against them. So definitely go and check that. The he's a dream sheets are as low as twenty nine ninety eight. He's got these beautiful flannel sheets for twenty nine ninety eight. Um, he's got the wonderful new my pillows. I love the the my topper. You've got to check that. Um, all these wonderful shoes. They've got new dish towels. Uh, just whatever you can think of that you could. Whenever you buy presents, definitely just let's always continue to support Mike Lindell at my pillow. Use uh, the promo code Melly and get the the discounts. All right, so. President Trump said this. Oh, no, Grok said this. Someone posted, you know, what happened in the election uh, of Abraham Lincoln. Listen to this. You know, just a minor historical event called the civil, American Civil War. Let me see if I can get What was the result of removing Lincoln from the ballot? Just a little thing called the Civil War. A minor historical event. No biggie. But seriously, the Democrats in some southern states were like, no Lincoln for you. This is exactly what they, they pulled. The difference is we have social media now. The difference is we are an army that is going over the walls and through the windows, as we've talked about from Joel chapter 2. If you're not familiar with my books, I, I, I decode end times right here. Scroll down when you go to... Um, 
freedomforce.live to my website and, and the major clues from minor prophets. I, I go into each of the minor prophets and how they showed us this is what we would experience and that we would somehow be able to go over the walls and through the windows and get the truth to people. And that's our role. That's why we're the Freedom Force Battalion, because we get this truth and we press it out there. I, uh, even just on Telegram, we're reaching like 2 million people a day, you guys. So just keep going. That is our role. Thankfully, we're not having to go and shoot bullets. We're shooting truth bullets. Okay. Anyway, so um, that is, that's what we're, that's our role in this. Okay. So he says, okay, hang on this. Okay. Mike Lindell. Let's see. What is that? Okay. Where was that? Okay. This one. No Lincoln for you and removed him from the ballot in 1860. The result, a landslide victory for Lincoln and a divided nation. So, kids, the moral of the story, don't mess with Honest Abe. Interesting. Okay, Abe, Abraham. I mean, that is like <laughs> clearly biblical, right? And so we are Abraham's seed. I'm not talking about Abraham Lincoln. I'm talking about Abraham, Father Abraham. And so President Trump is part of this Abrahamic line. We're all in the, the, the true Israel. This is the Israel of God is all over the world. Read in your your Bible as well as mine in the book of James and First Peter. It says that the scattered tribes, this like seeds all over the world. This is the truth of Israel. If you want to go see more about that, go to my freedomforce.live and go to the to the playlist called uh, called the Lost Tribes of Israel. Found. All right. So yeah, this is don't mess with Abe. Don't mess with the children of Abraham. Amen. <laughs> because the Lord is the one who is giving us the power. He is giving us the ability to co complete this and, and, to, and to win the victory. All right. So this is a cute video, a, a, a concise video about all these victories that President Trump has had this year. Check it out. Okay, you know what? It's just going to sing the song. It's not going to read it. So I'm going to go ahead and read it to you. First of all, as I was reading before, the Michigan Supreme Court has rejected an appeal to disqualify Donald Trump from running for president in the state. The alleged uh, the appeal alleged that Trump violated the U.S. Constitution's insurrection clause in a ruling of December 27th. The court upheld a previous ruling from Michigan's Court of Appeals allowing Trump to... Ah, <laughs> remain on the 2024 ballot. The lawsuit was filed by the Michigan-based watchdog group Free Speech for People. This echoes a similar suit that succeeded in disqualifying Trump from running for president in Colorado. On December 19th, the Colorado Supreme Court ruled Trump's actions on January 6, 2021 violated Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. In a separate ruling, the Michigan Supreme Court rejected the attempt to disqualify Trump from the state's 2024 ballots, but did not weigh in on suggestions as to whether the former president had violated the 14th Amendment, nor should the courts decide such an issue. How about that? <laughs> they tried everything. They've tried everything since he came down the golden escalator. They couldn't. They've tried everything. And so... Uh, the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the impeachment one, the impeachment two, all these these uh, 91 uh, uh, charges against him, nothing is working. It actually backfires. So do not worry. Do not worry. All right. So uh, he said this is the final battle and he knows this is a military operation. If you're new to the to all this. This is a military operation and we're going to win. All right. So then uh, he warns though, as I was saying before, that the Democrats will use the migrants to win the election and says they've been signing them up to vote at a rapid pace. This is what the border is about. This is why it's maddening that they are just continuing to have people come in and again and again and again to win the election. It's about the election and to to cancel American culture, really. And, and you know, you can feel for, the, for people from all over the world, and I very much do. I very much do. <laughs> but first of all, I don't want children trafficked across the border. That's obviously critical. But the other thing is 
Americans, like I just saw a video of a lady who was saying, oh, we need to, uh, the government to come in and help us because we don't have any money and we don't have anything. This is what she doesn't understand is Americans don't sit and wait for the government to do something for them. Americans get busy and figure it out. We are, we don't, we're not relying upon the government to, to feed us and clothe us. And, and because if then it's a slave mentality. It's a, it's a, you know, you're always with your hand out to the government. I don't need them. You don't need them. The Lord has given us the ability to, to do what we need to do to take care of ourselves. So I understand there are some people who need serious help. I understand that who, who cannot take care of themselves. I understand the very few that, that are like that, but to come across the border and immediately have your hand out and saying that we need to, the government needs to, to pay for them. This is what will destroy America. Americans, Americans are not, you know, we're free thinkers. We are self-sufficient. We take care of ourselves. We are not, uh, going to be, uh, taken care of by any government. That's not, that's not what Americans do. We believe in freedom and, and, um, and, you know, that's the way that's, that's what people have to understand if they're going to be an American. And so many of these people coming across the border don't understand that. They just don't. They've never learned what it is to be a true American. All right. So yeah, this is very important information because I was saying before, they're going to try all these ways, trying to remove him from the ballot and trying to flood the, 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 um, election rolls with illegal immigrants, um, that type of thing. But here's where they have hacked into the voting machines. And this is a big part of what president, I'm sorry, (laughs) Mike Lindell has been exposing. Check this out. The tax work is that before every election, every voting machine needs to be programmed with the design of the ballot, the names of the races and candidates. And voting officials do that by inserting a memory card into the machine. If an attacker can infect that memory card with malicious code, well, when the uh, memory card is inserted into the machine, it can change the programming running on the voting machine and cause the voting machine to, at the end of the election, um, output whatever results the attacker wants. That ballot programming is created on basically a desktop PC, a workstation somewhere operated by the county or by an outside vendor. If an attacker can infect that election programming workstation called an election management system, and in many cases these are connected to the internet, well, then that attack can spread to all of the memory cards that are used to program voting machines in that jurisdiction. Um, And, uh, sorry. How easy would it be to hack into one of these? Well, I'll give you an example. In, in Michigan, during 26, the 2016 election, 75% of counties outsourced their pre-election programming to just three small companies. Um, this is the website for one of them. It's a small business that's operated essentially in a strip mall, and um, they have photographs on their website of all of their facilities, even all of their employees. If I wanted to try to hack into these guys, well, maybe I'd go to their Who We Are page, find uh, Larry the President's assistant, Sue, and spoof an email to her that appears to be coming from Larry telling her to urgently open this attachment. Of course, the attachment contains a virus I wrote, and once she opens it, I'm in their systems. So, in fact, it's not nearly as hard as it might seem to target uh, voting machines over a wide scale and to to potentially hack into them even from the Internet. So just to review, um, you look at the polls before the election and figure out which states were likely to be close, probe all of them, find the ones with the weakest protection. Then hack into the uh, election management systems there or at the outside vendors the states use. Once you hack into the election management system, you can spread malicious code to individual voting machines and have your code say swap 10% of the votes in the places you infected. Then even if the votes are also recorded on a piece of paper, you don't have to worry because in most of those states, they're going to just toss the paper out without looking at it. That's why we want paper ballots without machines, no machines, to turn the machines into prison bars, as Mike Lindell said. So here he was talking a little bit about, about this, what he has done since the very, very beginning. I want to play just a short clip. Get back to August when I announced the plan that we've been working on for over a year. One of the things we've done is we went to every county in the United States that I know of, uh, 3,143 or whatever it is my team has. We have over 300,000 people on the ground in all 50 states. And we went around over the last two and a half years. You have guys like Dr. Frank that have been everywhere in this country. And, um, and he's in Shasta County right now, I guess. Okay. Um, but what we've been there, we went there and you, and it's like a sales pitch. Think of a sales pitch. 
a year and a half or two years ago where you go up to the county and go, look what happened in our county. Look at all these people voted that don't live here, which is illegal, that don't live in that county. Every county in the United States in the 2020 election had people that voted that didn't live in that county or state or that they were already deceased. That's a fact. And um, so we went around to these counties. So they were saying, basically, we need to get rid of these machines and go to paper ballots. And they're like, oh, it'll be too expensive, or oh, we'll, we'll have to, you know, we'll, we don't want to be the first ones to do it. Whatever. They made up every excuse in the world. And this is what Mike Lindell has spent $60 million. He's literally tapped out all of his resources because of trying to, trying to solve this, uh, this, this election crisis. You know, and he, so that's why you know I keep saying we need to help to support what they're doing because we've we've got to win this election. Okay, I really appreciate everything he's done. I mean, he is they. That's why they attack him so much because they know this is they can't let him succeed, and we know we must succeed at this point. Okay, so I want you to see that now. This is what's going on with the youth. It's very important that we understand that they have been red pilled recently. And they are not, they've, they've, they've realized that they will not believe anything that the mainstream media says anymore. And that's amazing. That's terrific. And even the, the difficulty is, as we have found, it's still very, very hard to get the truth. Where, even if you're not listening to mainstream media, there are plenty of other sites where you'll get misinformation. And that's why we constantly ask the Lord, continually pray, Lord, please guide us into all truth because there's so much deception. That's one of the one of the best things about the millennial kingdom. It says that in Revelation 20 that there will be no more deception for a thousand years. How about that? All right, so let's check out what this guy says. The younger generation doesn't watch news because it's not news. Like once you've actually once the bubble has been popped, it's not news. It's genuinely one hour of propaganda to program whatever corporate agenda they are pushing at the moment and that's it at this point in 2023 you have to be a it has to be a <laughs> medical condition that your iq is low enough that you still watch the news right he was gonna say something else so that he backed up and he says i better not say any, any uh derogatory term but yeah he's you have to have a medical condition if you're still believing the news and <laughs> really yeah, so everybody has to, you know, that's what is the spirit of the Lord working in us to stir us up to hunt, uh, to, to wake up. This is what's, the, the dawning of the age of Aquarius is uh, biblically, the, the Aquarius is God's pouring out his spirit on all flesh. That's the, we're entering into the age of Aquarius. We're, in, we're leaving the age of Pisces, which is like go, the fish going into all the world to preach the gospel. It's that age is finishing and we're entering into the age of Aquarius where God is pouring out his spirit on all flesh for this great period of understanding. And it says, like I said, no more deception for a thousand years because it won't work because it won't work. And it just exposes, just like this election, uh, trying to remove him from the ballot, uh, this election interference is exposing them. They realize they, 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 can't, they can't do it because we see through it. And even if someone else doesn't see through it, we share this information and expose it. It says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. And that is our role as, uh, as the 144,000. The, uh, the, the Lord's um, army, the army of Joel chapter two. All right. So I really appreciate him saying that. This is what they've done. And uh, I love bioclandestine. He's always got such great information. I agree with him on most, most everything. Anyway, the deep state saw how easily the Western public fell for the beheaded babies hoax in Israel. They fell for it. People somehow, when it's something that evil, that horrible, they leave their brain at the door. They like, they just... It's not a, probably a very good way for me to say it, but they just, they, they don't think. They don't think. Anyway, so they fell for it. And I know lots of patriots who fell for it. It's just, it, it's a false flag. They are using this for their own political purposes. We, we've seen it. We know that Hamas is controlled by the Zionist government of Israel. 
We know that. We've already seen the cover of The Economist magazine. We know what's going on. We know that they stood down for seven hours, the IDF did. We know that the, the dome didn't work and all this. It's because they needed this event so that they could, uh, they could go into Gaza and do their, basically, holocaust. We're watching a, a holocaust uh, happening in real time. That's what's happening. And it's, it's pure evil. And we're understanding who has been responsible, really, for all these holocausts, which is going to be a very big difference and a big change in our history books. All of our history books will have to be rewritten. Anyway, so they kept instigating Russia. And as soon as Russia strikes back, they play victim, claiming the mur enemy murdered babies and beg for more money. And they say they do it over and over and over and over again. Check it out. Yes, sir. Revolutions. You follow? Revolutions. Keep the clients on the Ferris wheel. And it goes. The park is open 24-7-365. Every decade, every goddamn century. That's it. Name of the game. Just keep lying to them. Keep, keep uh, 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 upsetting everyone. And where they realize, they say, oh, we've got to support, you know, these, these ones who, you know, that's, that's the hoax. That's the play. That's the thing they do over and over again with all these false flags. Oh, no, the children in the schools, oh, the, whatever happened in, in Israel, all this they keep doing over and over and over and blame someone else. That's what the whole point of a false flag. They blame someone else and they say, oh, so the, it ends up being that we support the bad guys. Not you and me, but, you know, by and large, our country has for year after year, as he said, and decade after decade, and, you know, century after century. But until now, until now, enough of us have awakened. It's not working anymore. And at some point, it's going to be the hundred monkeys effect, and everyone's going to wake up. All right, so here is um, the, the band member from Pink Floyd, and he's talking about what happened when he went over to Gaza, and he's been trying to expose this for years. Check it out. So when I went to Palestine, I saw a pub. I'm sorry, that is too loud. Check it out. Say in action, even if it was just the roads. Wow, this is weird. You know, it's well, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's for Jews only. Can't be daft. Yeah, it is. You can't go on this road if you're not a Jew. You're kidding. No, I'm not. Fucking hell, the guards at all the crossings and places you have to go to, who are all about ten years old, and even me. There I am with my British passport, because we were in UN vehicles, we were treated like they didn't quite spit on us. But then I thought, well, if they treat me like this, imagine how they treat the Palestinians. And I saw them. And it's inconscionable the way they treat And they kill them. They just openly kill them. They shoot them all the time, dead. And they bomb them, dead. And so I've been doing everything that I possibly can to expose that bit and I will continue to do so and I will hope eventually to open the eyes of ordinary people in England and in North America to the evils of the apartheid state of Israel when I see the army of thugs with their blue and white flags storming through the old city of Jerusalem on flag day beating up any Palestinian who dares to be in their own street shouting, kill the Arabs, kill the Arabs, kill the Arabs, as they march through the street with their Israeli flags. And nobody's going, oh, you can't say that. That's a hate crime. And it really is a hate crime. But there's nobody saying that. The police are there egging them on. So cancel culture is trying to get you to believe that in some weird way, my defense of the people of Palestine is more violent than the young thugs kicking Palestinians to death or the IDF soldiers shooting them through the heart with their sniper rifles like they did on the Great March of Return to that young Palestinian medic. Awful. It's awful. He has been working so hard to, through his music, to try to uh, wake up the people. I think Michael Jackson was doing the same thing. Of course, you know, I was just seeing a video before I came on here of uh, what Alex Jones has been trying to expose this to. I'm telling that's we now are getting it. Enough of us are getting it. And so just please share this video. 
Please share this video, especially that clip right there, because people have to understand that they, they've tricked us into, into supporting the, the evildoers. That's what's happened. Look at this, this monument. It's awful. I can't remember the name of it. Um, let's see if I, uh, I don't have the name of it. I don't have the name of it, but it's some kind of monument and someone it's, it's someone, it's a, it's a monument of someone having all these babies in their arms and they're just eating them. It's disgusting. It's evil. It's demonic. And this is what brought you and me into this battle. And we've been fighting in this battle ever since because we're like, no, we're not going to live in a world where there are people who do this, who get away with evil, uh, and with, with no consequences and there's no justice for the, the downtrodden, uh, from Gaza to all over the world. And so this, this monument has been up here and people just go you know, willy nilly right by it for years and years and don't even pay attention. Well, someone poured bl uh, red, uh, paint on it, which looks like blood. And so the question is, are people going to be like, Oh, how terrible they put paint on this monument, how they need to be in trouble. Or are they going to say, Oh, Maybe they're trying to draw our attention to the fact that we're, we are ruled over by bloodthirsty tyrants. I pray in Jesus' name that it'll be the latter. They'll realize, you know, that people are trying to wake us up. Unfortunately, people very easily go right back to sleep. It's very awful, very awful. So um, I, want, I want you to see that this is what we're up against. And this has been going on for thousands of years. We have just celebrated Christmas. We're still in the 12 days after Christmas. And so this one was where um, King Herod slaughtered the innocents. I mean, it's in the Christian Bible story. It's in, the, it's in the, the Christmas story. The slaughter of innocents really happened. And here's the evidence. This is what happened with, with King Herod. He thought... He thought that Jesus, the king, was going to take his place. This man was already bloodthirsty. He had already killed four of his family members, his wife and three of his children. This man had no compunction about killing people. It's just, for us, it's hard to even imagine the brutality, the evil. That If someone's got cast out the Holy Spirit and taken in demonic spirits, then that is what they do. They do demonic things things. Anyway, so he was the king of, of, um, of, uh, of Israel and, you know, set there by the Roman government, the occupiers, the usurpers to the, the, the throne. They were the occupying force. So the Lord Jesus was born under an occupying, uh, force as there, as the government. This is why they were always talking about, you know, casting out the Romans. This is what he's going to do. This is, but it's in our day, not theirs, because it wouldn't do to just remove them from this one little country in the in the Middle East, and you know all of they needed the, the evil doers, the the cabal cast out all over the world. That's why this is such this is such a big a uh, big task at hand that we have. President Trump and the White Hats are very up very well up to the task. All right, so Herod. Okay, this is something that just dawned on me, and I wanted to, to share it with you, and I'm still thinking through it, but okay, so we watched this movie, The Journey to Bethlehem, and it was actually, this is actually the guy, um, King and Country, Smallbone, he was actually in the country, it turned out, he was in the country, <laughs> he was in the, mu the uh, movie, it turned out it was a musical. I was not prepared that it was going to be a musical. And they, they took a little poetic license, but it really was very thought-provoking because he was playing the role of the son of Herod. And he was um, trying, he was having a difficulty with, um, do, I, do I follow in my father's footsteps of evil and power or do I, do I do, make the right choice and do the right thing? And you could see the tug of war that was going on in, in, his, in his heart. Okay, so you've got that piece. And he, okay, so remember the time when the wise men came to the palace. They are expecting this, uh, the king to be born in a palace in Jerusalem. But as we know, that's not where our Lord Jesus was being born. But the gig was up when he, they, they went to ask the king. We've heard there's a, 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 the king is being born. And so then he starts to research what is this prophecy about a king being born. Well, the way they play it in the movie is that he, they, that the wise men end up staying there in the palace and researching some of the scrolls. 
there's nothing really in the Bible about that. But we do know that the wise men went to the uh, to the palace. They went and talked with the king. All right, and it was very, and it also talks about that it was very upsetting for everyone. So it wasn't this like just a 15 minute conversation and they're off on their way. It seems like, and they may be onto something that they stayed there for a while. Okay, so then we know that they had a census. And the census, the way they played it, and I think there may be something to this. I'm, I'm still thinking through it, and you guys help me think through it, and you can put your comments in uh, the section below. Okay, so they made it so that okay, that was the in, that was what caused the instigation of the census. They weren't just having a census for no reason. They were having a census because the king is trying to find go through every household and check and count how you know, who are all the people who live in each of these houses. And see if he can figure out where this child is. That that was the reason for the census. I'll, you know, yes, for taxation, of course, it's always for money. But more that this was not a regular census. It forced people to go back to their, to their family's birthplace, to their original tribe. Because that and so that that brings up a very interesting point too. That likely is this is probably really close to the uh, complete understanding because why would they say you have to go back to your to your birthplace and they brought this up in the movie too that of course we, the prophecy was that the, the Christ would come from Bethlehem well what the promise if the people have moved and they live on you know on the northern part of Israel and not right in the middle where it's, it's Bethlehem then then they wouldn't be able to to really easily identify which one was having a baby that was to be born in Bethlehem. See what I'm saying? So that was the reason they had to go back to their, to their, uh, their home tribe. Their, 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 you know, their, let's say if you were from the tribe of Manasseh, you'd have to go back to your hometown where it was the, 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 the family, um, the tribal land, the home, homeland. Does that make sense? Because of all the 12 tribes, they were given certain areas of land. And so they had to go back there to be taxed and to be sent counted. So I didn't even, you know, in all these years, I hadn't really thought about that. So I really appreciate this movie making this connection that why this is the reason why they had to go back to their homeland was to because they're trying to say, okay, it's, the baby is going to be come from Bethlehem. That's their homeland. So uh, let's see if we can find out, if, narrow it down so we can figure out who is from Bethlehem. Okay. So the way that they played it in the story was that he went uh, with the soldiers to, and he found them. This is where they played it in the movie. At, you know, and that they, um, which there's no story, no account of the of a child, uh, of a son of Herod, anyway, in the Bible that it talks about that I, I can think of. But... The way they played it was that he let them go and have safe passage out of Bethlehem. And they escaped to Egypt. Which, again, that also makes sense because, you know, you've got, they're looking high and low from the king to find this baby. They're looking high, and, a brand newborn. They're looking high and low to find someone who's pregnant. They're looking high and low in Bethlehem. It would be hard to escape notice when they're these, you know, how these ruthless Romans are. And who knows? This very well may be that there was someone in there that gave them safe passage to Egypt. Anyway, it was a very thought-provoking movie. I'll I'll play you the little clip of it because I really enjoyed it. And I didn't, like I said, I didn't know it was going to be a musical. But it had a lot of really uh, very interesting, uh, thought-provoking parts about it. Check it out. That is too loud. I can't get my volume to do what I wanted to do today. It's like everything is either too loud or too soft. Okay, let's try this. Your father has always known you're special. Nothing will change that, Mary. Dead Mary, we are ready. The music... Married, you're getting married. It's about to be the best day of your life. 
time, Joseph. I feel like we're already friends, no? Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. This wasn't a dream. An angel came to me. It's hard to have faith. It's hard to believe. Look at the star. The future holds more. This is it. Let's go. The divine king is to be born in your land. Why would I help find a new king in my kingdom? <laughs> Put it that way. Perhaps we should go. What is the exit? The only one who's chosen for this. You have a choice. You can say you believe me, and that you love me. I do. I will. Yes, of course, yes. Do you truly believe that this child is the chosen one? What is it? His name? Jesus. interesting i would encourage you to watch it i it's not in the theaters at least in our town anymore but um you can go and watch it on rent it for six dollars on youtube so i was i was glad to get to see it it, it, it really was very thought-provoking i hope you enjoyed that now let's read a little bit from zephaniah i love zephaniah i love the modern prophets i never really really understood what they were trying to say before until the awakening i'm like oh my goodness this is what they've been trying to tell us and now we we because we were asleep. We didn't know what it was going to be to awaken. But now we do. What sorrow awaits rebellious, polluted Jerusalem, the city of violence and crime. No one can tell it anything. It refuses all correction. It doesn't trust in the Lord or draw near to its God. Its leaders are like roaring lions hunting for their victims. Its judges are like ravenous wolves at evening time who by dawn have left no trace of their prey. Isn't that the, isn't that the case? This is what they do all day, every day long. Its prophets are arrogant liars seeking their own gain. Its priests defile the temple by disobeying God's instructions. Of course, this is not the Hasidic Jews. This is talking about the Zionists, the, the Baal worshipers, the, the, um, the cabal, those who worship Satan. This is who it's talking about. And they, they might profess to be, who knows? <laughs> They'll profess to be whatever they have to profess to be so they can get away with their crimes. Its prophets are arrogant li liars seeking their own gain. Its priests defile the temple by disobeying God's instructions. But the Lord is still there in the city, and he does no wrong. Day by day, he hands down justice, and he does not fail. But the wicked know no shame. Let me see if I can figure out where we are. Oh, all right. I have wiped out many nations, devastating their fortress walls and towers. Their streets are now deserted. Their cities lie in silent ruin. There are no survivors, none at all. I thought, surely they will reverence me now. Surely they will listen to my warnings. Then I won't need to strike again, destroying their homes. But no, they get up early to continue their evil deeds. Therefore, be patient, says the Lord. Soon I will stand and accuse these evil nations. This is what we're seeing, you guys. All this evil that they've been able to get away with for all this time. And the Lord says in the Psalms, he says, For a long time I've been silent. And it's now it's time that I will roar. This is what we're seeing. This is the day we are so amazingly blessed to live in when the, the Lord is roaring from heaven to destroy these evildoers and we are in his amazing army. Um, I've decided to gather the kingdoms of the earth and pour out my fiercest, fiercest anger and fury on them. Is it talking about the kingdoms, the, the, the evildoers, the king, the, the ones who are the, 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 the evil rulers, the tyrants, all the earth will be devoured by my the fire of my jealousy. It's not talking about every man, woman, and child. Okay, that's where they misled us. It's talking about all over the world there are evil tyrants there that are part of this cabal who've joined in league with the dark side to do this evil. And they are the ones that the Lord is pouring out his fiercest anger and fury, the fire of his jealousy. Jealous that 
he wants his people to be treated properly, treated with fairness and love. Then, then I will purify the speech of all people so that everyone can worship the Lord together. This is talking about Muslims, Christians. You know, it's, it, regular Muslims are not trying to kill us. I just saw something today. I'm like, oh, the Muslims are bad. No, it's, it's, the Buddhists are fine. The Hindus are fine. Everybody's fine except for the ones at the top, at the top, the tyrants. So that everyone can worship the Lord together. He'll purify the speech. In other words, purify the understanding so that when the words come out of our mouths, they're from that place of truth. Okay, that's the point. My scattered people, the lost tribes of Israel, who live beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, will come to present their offerings. On that day, you will no longer need to be ashamed, for you will no longer be rebels against me. I will remove all proud and arrogant people from among you. There will be no more haughtiness on my holy mountain. Those who are left will be the lowly and humble. Imagine that, you guys. Everyone lowly and humble. Everyone just like, hey, we just want to have peace. We're not up for war. We're not up for stealing. We're wanting everybody to have everything that they need. No more lack, no more poverty. Everyone having the things that they need. No more trickery, no more deceit. <laughs> everyone lowly and humble. For it is they who trust in the name of the Lord. Because the evildoers will be gone. Oh, thank you, Lord. I can't wait. The remnant of Israel will do no wrong. No wrong. They will never tell lies or deceive one another. They will eat and sleep in safety and no one will make them afraid. Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O Israel. True Israel, true Zion, not the fakers, not the fake Zion, not the fake Israel, but the true Israel, whether they're Jews or Muslims or Christians or Hindus, will all come together, as it was saying earlier in this passage. For the Lord will remove his hand of judgment. He will disperse the armies of your enemy. Disperse them as in Gitmo. And the Lord himself, the King of Israel, will live among you. Did you hear that? The Lord himself. The king of Israel will live among you. How about that? Happy New Year on that. At last, your troubles will be over. You will never again fear disaster. On that day, the announcement to Jerusalem will be, Cheer up, Zion. Don't be afraid, for the Lord, your God, is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. You fill in the blank with anything that you think, I don't want this to happen. I'm afraid that that will happen. He will calm all of your fears, all of it, whether it's physical illness, mental illness, poverty, the, uh, lack, the, the, the heartbrokenness, uh, the, the, the wars, you name it. He will calm all of it. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs, joyful songs. I will gather you who mourn for the appointed festival. You will be disgraced. No more. No more will be, will be disgraced. No more of this. Every day you wake up and you're like, well, that's just a new thing. <laughs> Maine and Colorado and Michigan. All this is like, stop already. It's every day something else, right? I will save. I'm sorry. I will deal severely with all who have oppressed you. I will save the weak and helpless ones. This is what the Lord's doing. He's, he's giving us strength. We found strength in the Lord our God. This is when I, I talk to it real quick, real, real quick. It, it go, when you go on here, Freedom Force Live, and you scroll down, it talks about the, this is the sign of the Son of Man. Our Lord Jesus told us to watch for it. It happened September 23rd, 2017. It's also called the woman in labor. And it says that when they see the woman in labor, they'll be in great panic and they will say they have found strength in the Lord their God. This is all, I found uh, all that is detailed in the one major clues from Minor Prophets. And here's where you get the audiobook right here on freedomforce.live. Uh, go to audiobooks. All right. So the, isn't this amazing? Amazing. I will save the weak and helpless ones. I will bring together those who are chased away. I will give glory and fame to my former exiles wherever they've been mocked and shamed. No matter where you have had to move or flee from, uh, run away uh, just to be able to survive, no more mockery and shame. On that day, I will gather you together and bring you home again. Where, where, wherever that is, it's about that you'll have the, your home in peace and you'll have freedom on the land, the law of the land for sovereign humans. That is that we're made in the, the image of God. We will bring home 
wherever that is, I will give you a good name, a name of distinction among all the nations of the earth as I restore your fortunes before their very eyes. I, the Lord, have spoken. Do you believe this, patriots? Do I? I want to hear you. Like, yes, Melissa. Yes, Nellie, we do. I love that. I'm so thankful for the Lord and uh, for this promise in his word. And he's going to fulfill this promise in our day. So just hang on. Trust him. Trust his plan. And this is this is where you can go get the, the book, um, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace. End Times, this is biblical. And End Times, major clues. And you can listen to them, like I said, either on, um, um, what do you call uh, Audible or on freedomforce.live. I'm so thankful that the Lord helped me to decode this. This is uh, such, it makes my heart so happy that I've been able to decode it and now to share it with you guys. So you can also send this to people on email uh, <clears throat> very easily. I think $2.99 is, and just, just send them the email. All right, so then let's celebrate Happy New Year. This is in Australia. They're already in 2024. So let's celebrate together and then we'll pray. Isn't this beautiful? There you go. <laughs> Happy New Year. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful year. It's going to be a, a wild one. We're going to win. I have a feeling that this is, 2024 is the year. We're in the final battle, you guys, and we're going to see this beautiful celebration worldwide and no more of these evildoers running the world. Isn't that beautiful? I love it. I love it. Wherever you are, let's just celebrate and give thanks to the Lord because humanity has won. The Lord has given humanity the victory. The meek will inherit the earth. Let's pray. Thank you again, Lord. We praise you and thank you that you are the king of the world and nothing can stop what is coming and this great, amazing celebration because this is the day that you have chosen for us to, to enter into the millennial kingdom. You're pouring out your spirit on all flesh. We know this is your great awakening. We know that you have chosen us to be part of your, uh, your army and that we're going over the walls and through the windows. Guide us on what to share each day. Guide us into all truth. We pray for everyone who's asleep that they'll cease something or hear something or will say something that it'll help to rattle them awake and lord those who are doing evil we pray they'll be exposed we pray they'll be stopped we pray they'll be they'll be um uh, uh brought to justice we know that they will be and we just put our trust in you that you're going to guide us every step of the way and i thank you lord for this beautiful promise in zephaniah that you will live among us you will live among us that everyone will know you from the least to the greatest. Amazing. We cannot wait for every knee to bow and every tongue to confess that you are the Lord. We pray all this in your wonderful name, King Jesus. Amen. I love you guys. I love you so much. And I will talk to you. Oh, Happy New Year. I love you guys. I'll talk to you later.